0: Hey, Tracy, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing okay. It's feeling like, what do we say? It's like a soupy day. It's like thick and foggy and I don't know. Even though it's sunny and lovely outside, there's been obstacles today. Let's just say. <laughs> so I'm entering into our conversation of... uh languages of appreciation just um well it's kind of funny like right before i logged on to talk to you finding out that my daughter's car that we have been waiting for for months and months and months is still not ready and i know that this is a first world problem but it's really frustrating because i feel like and, and I've mentioned this to you before, is that when I'm feeling frustrated and I'm not sure why, like, why is it bothering me so much? I always look at my core values because I figure something has rubbed up against my core values. And, you know, we've talked before about, like, if somebody's really inauthentic or not being themselves or, you know, letting their insecurities take over, that I have a lot of trouble with that because authenticity is one of my core values. Excellence is one of my core values. Like, I have this thing about quality. And I think it's rubbing up against that. Like, I feel like it's just one mistake after another and one excuse after another. And then they forget us. And, and, you know, my husband and I have two different communication styles. Mine's a little more American. His is a little more Irish. Tends to be a bit more laid back. I tend to be a bit more like where the heckity-hecks the car. So I'm dealing with that today. <laughs> and so there's that. How are you? Ugh.
0: I think the word I would use is things feel a little chunky at the moment. (laughs) You know, uh, you know, there's life's, you know, interesting. Things are pretty good. Um, You know, I think we've talked about this before, that one of my things that makes me effective at what I do, but also I struggle with is wanting to move on to the next thing. Um, I am wired in such a way where... I necess- won't necessarily stop and celebrate something because I'm already on to the next thing that I want to solve. Um, and you know one of the things that I'm realizing, at least at you know, in our organization at the moment is we're at a place right now that needs a little settling. Like I can see the next couple things that I think need to be done, but the people that need to be involved with those, Uh, conversations they haven't got to settling yet for the things that we were doing before so you know I'm feeling a little impatient but trying to remind myself that patience is a virtue and it's actually playing the long game is what's important here
1: so it sounds like we both need some patience I guess yeah Does patience come easily to you? Because it doesn't come to me. I have to admit, like, I have to coach myself all the time on the whole patience thing.
0: For me, it depends on the context. Um, I kind of operate in this space where, like, in my heart of hearts, I believe that if things are broken, it's my fault and it's my responsibility to fix it. So if I feel like I can make action on something, then... I feel impatient because I'm ready. I'm always ready. I'm ready to go. But in other aspects outside of professional, I'm pretty patient. Like I'm pretty easygoing and, you know, like, yeah. So it depends on the context for me.
1: Yeah. Maybe I'm just impatient when I know the problem's solvable. Mm. Like I know that this issue could be solved with effort and i think that that definitely sparks my impatience. Like if i if i know that it's nobody's fault and i know the person's trying and i know you know it just is what it is, i'm fine. Yeah. i can be fine with it. Yeah. So it yeah.
0: It almost sounds like what you're saying is is you're willing to be patient unless you think that impatience will solve the problem. <laughs>
1: That could be true, too. Because, you know, I mean, are we supposed to just not say anything? I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean. If we know the problem solvable. Well, you know what I always say. I always say it's all in the delivery. Nobody needs to be mean. Nobody needs to be, you know, unreasonable. You, As long as you're reasonable and your delivery is respectful then I think you can voice your concern when things aren't, you know, going the way they should.
0: Yeah. Understood. So I think this kind of uh, is an interesting segue into what we're talking about today, which is our individual uh, Mm -hmm. languages of appreciation, right? How do we feel appreciated and what does that look like?
2: Welcome to the Overly Human Podcast, where we discuss all things human in the workplace. Because it's not just business, it's personal too.
0: I've got my results in front of me, and I know you've got your results in front of you as well. Um, We don't know what each other's languages of appreciation are, so I, I would love for Maybe I would like you to guess what mine is, and then I'll guess what <laughs> yours is, and then we can walk through them.
1: You're going to make me go first? Yeah. Well, I won't. I was trying, I'm trying to think what you would be. It's a little hard. I'm wondering, I don't know, um, hmm, hmm. Okay, well, first let me ask you this. Did you take this test for the five love languages? for your marriage as well, our relationships.
0: It's been a long time ago. Okay. Since I've done that. Cuz I one. was
1: wondering if you had the same one. Yeah. Um cuz I did have the same one. I do
0: have the same one. Yes.
1: Okay. Okay. Um hmm. let's see. Would you be quality time?
0: Uh, nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is my primary yeah. one. Um I was going to guess the same one for you.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: So <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to guess something else but then I was like, I bet you were the same ones. I uh, yeah. Because look at us doing this every week, spending quality time.
0: That's right. That's, you know, what Anybody who asks what it's like to do this, I'm like, well, you know, it's the other half hour that we spend not recording and just exactly. chatting is the best part of doing this over time. Um, so, what's your number two then? I won't, I won't make a quiz. We'll just do a reveal Okay. Here.
1: So, mine is acts of service. Okay,
0: we differ there. Mine's words of affirmation.
1: Okay. Um, okay, I would have guessed that too. Yeah. Yeah, because it's interesting at first when I saw that, when we, when I did the love languages, I was like, wait, I don't understand. And then when I read acts of service, it made sense to me because in my marriage, like quality time, I love to just be with other people in general. And I love, but I love real connected time with people. Like I love when we're sitting around and, hanging out and really listening to each other and having really deep conversation. I loved that at work, and I love that in my relationships, and I love that in my marriage. And and I do think that's one of the main reasons why I married my husband, because it's like when I'm with him, I don't feel like there's anybody else in the room. Like he's really good at, you know, when he's giving quality time. <laughs> when the computer is closed, he's good at it. Um, and I think that's why I would have... Had I still been in corporate America in the big office building downtown in Chicago during the pandemic, I would have really been sad. Yeah, I would have really missed the time we spent. Because we laughed a lot at work. And I think I would have missed that during that period of time. Um, and acts of service, I think, you know, I'm kind of a visionary at heart. I like dreaming things up. I'm not good with the details. And so having people come alongside me at work or being on a team, um, always felt kind of great because I felt like everybody could sort of find their role. And I think in my relationships, you know, when, when somebody does something for me, I'm not big on asking, but when somebody does like You know, my husband goes and gets my Starbucks or a friend drops something off unexpectedly, you know, picks something up for me or brings my child home from school when I can't get there. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that was just so amazing. I feel so helped and loved. And um, so, yeah. Yeah. So what about you? How do you sort of realize these languages?
0: Yeah. I mean, quality time is something that I did really struggle when the world went remote you know like I was one of a small handful of people who was in the office almost every day um always went to the office because I wanted to be around people Um, even as the last several years before the pandemic kind of really settled in you know like we were pretty flexible and had a very hybrid environment and you know all of that but you know, I still went into the office every day. Um, and it's even continued today where like several of the people that I work with on a day-to-day basis, I'll do lunch with or do coffee with. And just today, um, you know, one of the what I'm, um, our directors was in my part of town doing a lunch meeting and said like, hey, can I just come over for a one-on-one? And I'm like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, and I, we didn't even have that much on the agenda, but just spending that 45 minutes together is important. And I think it can be replicated and over Zoom and all of that. And, you know, but it's like, that's been a, it's been something that had to be really intentional over time for me to be able to replicate that and show up that way. Um, You know, and my secondary is those words of affirmation, you know, like I, it's, it's interesting. Like, I feel like my role so often is invisible to a lot of people. Mm. So those words of affirmation let me know that people are paying attention and that they do see it, right? Um, I often describe the things that I do as like the invisible hand, like moving Mm. the pieces around and trying to set things up for us to be successful, but not being in front of things. Um, You know, what's really interesting is the fact that we both have the same one. And I'm thinking about, back to the the time we met. And, mm-hmm. you know, like we were at an event together. I think we've told this story before, right? We were at an event together. Um, the powers that be at this event sat us right next to each other in assigned seating, and we became super fast friends Um, and spent a bunch of quality time together over the next several days.
1: Yeah, and I think we just launched right into just having a personal connection, talking about life, talking about work, talking about, you know, it was just like a genuine interest. Yeah. And I think, you know, we definitely have that in common because I feel like I can easily connect with people I think are present. Yeah. You know that they're present, they they genuinely authentically want to, you know, connect with others, want to learn more about others. And there's that focused attention. And I think by contrast, you know, somebody's sort of not showing up or not participating well or zoning out or looks uninterested or, you know, I can sometimes have like a strong, you know, disappointment in that or reaction to that or, you know, just feel like they're missing out on something, (laughs) you know, like I, I think that, um, yeah, we definitely have that kind of, you know, human connection. Yeah. We, we really like to, you know, be present
0: in life. Yeah. And I think that's like, you know, to go one step further, what you just said, if somebody isn't showing up in a way where they're valuing that to me, it feels like, well, why bother? If you don't want to be here, just don't Mm. like, Mm -hmm. and I like, this is an interesting exercise to go through because, you know, there are other people with, you know, other languages of appreciation and other love languages that show up differently based on what, they usually want. Right. Um, you know, and I think that like I'm just thinking through this as we kind of talk through it and like, you know, it's, this is probably why for you and I's relationship over the years, it's been really easy for us to show up in the same way that the other appreciates.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, 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 exactly. It feels
0: easy because we both speak right. the same language. Right. You know, so that's really interesting. And then there's, you know, like I'm actually getting ready, I think, to send the the quiz out to all of my direct reports and just have them take Ah, it and we can all share the results with each other because it's been kind of eye-opening as we've walked through this again.
2: The Overly Human Podcast is brought to you by Navigate the Journey. Navigate the Journey comes alongside entrepreneurial companies, allowing them to get what they want from their business, their team, and their leaders. Learn more at NavigateTheJourney.com.
0: Um, what is your least value?
2: My
1: least value it is receiving gifts. Okay. How about you? Uh mine
0: is having others help you with projects. Like
1: oh, the The acts of service. Yeah.
0: Mine's that's like, I can't say I hate it, but that's not what I'm looking for. Um, Mm -hmm. That's definitely down there on the bottom. The other thing I completely noticed when I was taking the quiz on the five languages site is there is no questions about physical touch and languages of (laughs) appreciation.
1: Yeah. How would they know that?
0: Well, there's just no questions. Um, and, like, I would say that that's probably, for me, up there. Like, because, yeah. like, I was the the leader at the office for years giving high fives and, you know, like, I think I said this last week, but I'm a hugger. And, you know, like, yeah. doing it in a respectful way where it's reciprocal and all that fun stuff. But, like, yeah, when I see somebody that I'm close with that I've not seen in a long time, it's not unnatural at all for me to give somebody a hug.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love... I love all of that. Like I, I am definitely a hugger, you know, there's it's, I'm not going to see a friend and not hug them. Yeah. And so also another hard thing during the pandemic, the whole, like, yeah, let me just give you like the, you know, the elbow thing. It's like, what? Um, so yeah. And the receiving gift thing is interesting to me because it's not like I don't like get getting gifts. And I love giving gifts. Mm-hmm. So that's really weird, you know, because sometimes they'll say like, or in the book it'll say, you know, your, le- your lowest language sometimes you have the hardest doing as well. And it's like, that's not true for me. Like I love to try to dream up like the, you know, the gift that people want or something super interesting or something I heard somebody say once they wanted, you know, a year ago, I'll jot it down just so I could give it to them later. But I'm not... A person that you know wants gifts—it's weird. Mm. Like, yeah, I'd rather somebody say, "Hey, you want to go out to dinner," like every day of the week, yeah, than give me a gift. Yeah, I'd rather have that um,
0: time than, yeah, yeah,
1: I'd rather have the time than the than the thing. And like, I'd rather I would, you know, Tom and I talk about this a lot too because I'm not the type of person who sh- likes shopping all that much but I love going on vacations. And so I think that's, you know, I love planning a good trip and, you know, renting a great Airbnb. I'll look for hours on that. So that, again, feeds into quality time. Like my family is a unit. We're super close with our kids. And to me, it's it's because I value quality time so much and I'm not spending my money on things. I'm just not super interested in it. So... When I got the results back at first, I was like, huh, this is interesting. And then the more I read it, I was like, oh, yeah, that actually is me.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Like this is out of all of the different assessments we've done during the course of our this podcast. This is by far the simplest one, the shortest one.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Took like five minutes. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah.
0: 25, 30 questions and you kind of uh-huh. go through it pretty quick. But I also think it's pretty enlightening, too. Um, Yeah. You know, like, and it's something, as we've talked about last week, was, you know, it's super duper important to understand. And I think just the fact of being aware of it, like everything else, right? Like, can we be intentional with this information? Can we make sure that if we're going to put effort into those relationships that we have, that we're being effective with our communication and it's being received in the way that we want to attend it. Because I think that, you know, you pointed out something really interesting, which is, this is really low for me, but I like doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel Mm -hmm. almost the same way is like, I don't really feel appreciated if you offer to help me a whole lot, but I'm, I'm happy to help you. If you want my help, like I'm happy. If you think I have something to contribute or you just need a relief valve, Um, and some of that's like my role and what, what I think my job is, but some of that's because like, I really do want you to feel appreciated, um, in that way, you know? So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I I think it's, um, you, I mean, just even having the conversation we're having now, I can imagine what it'll be like for you to have that with your team because it is such a fun thing to think about and to realize about your teammates, you know, and, uh, you know, hopefully it'll foster, you know, people will remember and, and be able to sort of live out these languages with each other and meet people, you know, we always say don't treat people as you want to be treated, treat people as they want to be treated. And this is just another little tool to meet people where they are and to help them feel recognized and seen. And I think that's a really hard thing in our culture today is, you know, being seen and known. That's what every human desires. And this is just another way of helping our team feel seen and known.
0: Yeah. I don't know that I have much to add to that. That's pretty, pretty complete thought.
1: (laughs) Well, it's definitely a fun book. It's, quick. It's simple. And like you said, the, the um, taking the quiz is quick and simple, but you get a ton of information back. And I really think I'm going to actually look even further into some of the research behind it. I'm just curious to see, you know, even from a gender perspective and, you know, just to see how people fall out and if there's any commonalities or trends, because I think that would be interesting to see as well. But I love this stuff. It's yeah. so fun.
0: Well, I mean, it's great because it helps you identify and just act with intention, right? Like that's so much of this is, you know, making the unconscious conscious so that we can do something with it.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it's for our self-awareness so mm-hmm. we can be better leaders. We can know ourselves and we can know when we're, if we're not feeling appreciated or we're not feeling like we're connecting. We're probably not getting this language that we need. And now we have words that we can use to tell people that. Like, I think that maybe one of the reasons I'm not feeling appreciated at work right now is because my opportunity for quality time is low. So I need to go forth and try to make that happen and try to, you know, create those, those spaces and opportunity for myself before I just blame everything on, you know, work or, you know, a client or something like that. And so when we're feeling frustrated or we're feeling like, you know, we're not feeling appreciated at work, um, maybe we need to ask ourselves these questions first yeah. before we jump to conclusions.
0: Yeah. Have I, you know, in this case, knowing yourself allows you to communicate to those around you. And that's one of the things that the, the quiz gives you is like, hey, here's a document you can give to people, give to your supervisor, Mm -hmm. give to your peers so that, you know, they will know how to show up for you in a way that you'll receive it and everybody can be happier Yeah, or at least (laughs) appreciated.
1: Appreciated, which leads to contentment. And I think if that's like we talked about in the very first episode, this is one of the top three reasons why people are leaving their job. And we're all about retention right now, wanting to keep our team um, happy. And it's not always just about money or about flexibility or about any of those kind of hot topics. Sometimes it's just they don't feel connected to. They don't feel appreciated. They don't feel like they're seen. And I think, you know, to just be able to take somebody who values quality time to lunch or to just pick up the phone randomly and give them a call and see how they're doing might be enough to keep them from leaving. I mean, that doesn't cost anything. And I think, you know, so this information is so valuable, you know, it's somebody who, you know, v- values qual- uh, words of affirmation. All you need to do is recognize them in a team meeting, say a few things to them when you see that they've done a great job, either one-on-one or in front of the team, and that will keep somebody from leaving. I mean, I—that's the I, that's the, th- the fascinating thing about it—is that you know having this knowledge can be the key to filling somebody's bucket, so that yeah. they feel content and will stay.
0: Yeah, takes a village. It
1: takes a village and some and some knowledge
0: and some yeah and some awareness
1: <laughs> and some awareness.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, Tracy, I hope your day is turns gets less soupy.
1: <laughs> yes, and yours less chunky. Yeah,
0: thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> awesome. All Until right. next time. Right, bye.
2: The Overly Human Podcast is brought to you by Navigate the Journey and Sparkbox. For more information on this podcast or to get in touch with Tracy or Rob, go to overlyhuman.com. If you like what you've heard, subscribe and tell your friends to listen. Thanks. Thanks.